Hello, you are listening to the OmniTalk Fast Five, brought to you in partnership with the AM Consumer and Retail Group, Firework, SPS Commerce, and Sezzle. Yes, let's go to headline number three. In somewhat related news, Amazon continues to close even more of its Amazon Go stores here in the US. So, according to Payments Dive, Amazon has closed its Amazon Go store located at Fifth Avenue and Marion Street in Seattle. Uh, the store opened in 2018. It was actually the second Amazon Go store that Amazon ever opened. Uh, Amazon has not opened a new U.S. Go store since March, right before it announced plans to close eight Go stores this year. Chris, what are your lessons and takeaways from this? Um, you know, I mean, it felt kind of, we were hesitant to put another Amazon story in the Fast Five, but I feel like there's there's some reasons that that we went this route. Uh, but explain yours. Yeah, I'm kind of, yeah, I'm really glad we put this story in in retrospect. And I, I got a lot to say on this. And I want to give a shout out to our buddy Dilip Kumar too at Amazon, who, you know, take what I say, Dilip, and you know, I'm I'm trying to be as thoughtful as I can and as constructive in my critique that I'm about to lay on Amazon and, and the history of Amazon Go here. But but here's my take, Ann. So it, the the big lesson here to me is that just walk out with a pre-entry scan requirement alongside of bad merchandising. As you and I saw, especially in the license operation in Philly, which, you know, fair play to Amazon is not run by Amazon, but we saw that a couple of weeks ago in the Philly airport, where they didn't have a price tag signs, right. you know, in the, in the operation. When you combine those two things, it's just a bridge too far for most consumers, I think. And so I say that also because of what I'm hearing on the flip side of this argument. As you mentioned at the outset, we just did a podcast with particularly Annika Vos, of Reva, who is probably the foremost expert on Brilliant. computer vision AI in a physical retail store outside of Dillip and yeah. outside the team at Amazon. Yeah. Um, and she's doing it with, with a number of providers, but specifically the one we talked about is with Trigo, right? Trigo is the, the, the non-Amazon just walk out competitor that she's deploying the technology in her stores in Germany. And for all intents and purposes, she's saying she's seen consumers respond to the technology and she's publicly talking about how they're planning to invest in it going forward and roll it out to a further degree. But the reason for that is she went about it differently. Mm -hmm. She took a hybrid approach to start. They didn't force customers in mass to change how they shop their stores. And they allowed the customers to try it that way, right? It wasn't forced upon them. But the biggest point here, I think, in this story, in this headline of looking back at the past, God, five years since Amazon Go first opened in 2018, the biggest point is that Revel already knows how to merchandise a grocery store. Mm -hmm. And so my takeaway here is hubris, Anne. Amazon screwed up thinking that it, A, knows how to run a grocery or a convenience store, either one of those, that it knew how to do that, and that, two, it could deploy a tech that no one had ever used on top of either one of those new experiences. So in retrospect, it was like Amazon was running two experiments at the same time as opposed to one. And any time from an experimentation standpoint, when you make that happen or there's that dynamic at play, it's impossible to read the data accurately in terms of analyzing and understanding what happens. And so for that reason, I think the exper experimentation plan around Amazon Go was quite honestly flawed from the get-go, pun very much intended, Anne. We, well, your pun was slightly, um, like the delivery was slightly impacted by your crappy- uh, Was my audio right shitty? Now. Damn it. Cause like I was going on a roll, man. I was on uh, a roll. I know, but I think the listeners get the gist of the terrible joke. And I actually am happy that we're there saved from hearing your, your plan words there. But I do agree, Chris. I think 
you know, the number one thing that's different about what Reva had, and I think is like playing out now across all Amazon stores. And we, you know, you and I were, we're huge proponents of this. We love the Amazon go experience. We're retail nerds. Yeah, so we, right. we definitely are going yeah. to shop the store because mm-hmm. of the technology and because of the convenience. And I do think that the next generation will do the same thing, but they're not the ones that are making the impact right now. Mm -hmm. And I think that this technology, unfortunately, while it's cool, there's not the merchandising to back it up. Like there's no reason for me to go to that Amazon store for the product in the store. Like I definitely think there is a need for this kind of store. And that's why Annika and the team at Reva Group is seeing success with it. Like people have built Reva into their day-to-day behaviors for years. They come to know the products. There are things that are driving them to that store. They have a relationship with their customers. And Amazon didn't have that before going into this. They Amazon built the store 100% based on like, we're going to get you in and out of here fast. It's about the technology. But I think what we're learning is that that's not enough. And if you have one thing that's preventing you from getting in store, you have a bad experience. It took you too long to download the app when you're walking in the Amazon store. Like all of those things mm-hmm. are just preventing consumers from making the trip back because once you get through the gates, there's not enough to hold you there to keep you coming back for that experience in the way that the Reva store has or that that like a, or an established grocer or convenience store retailer has. So I think that there's potential for this. There's 100% a need for this kind of store, but I think Amazon's still going to have to fight those demons of like, how do you become a, 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 a retailer, a store that people are having to go to in a physical sense, not just because you're the cheapest and have the most online breadth and assortment. Yeah, a hundred percent. Like I think what it what it that, what it, what I think about when you talk about it like that is like it it kind of makes me think the days of physical grocery for Amazon with the new concept are kind of over. Like it's going to be really hard for them to figure this out. Yeah. But on the glass half full side of this, I could still see this working from a licensing perspective. You know, yeah. if people can gravitate towards it more over time. They've already pivoted the way they require pre-entry authorization in their London stores. And so like, you know, how does the, the one I think about most is the Hudson News. That seems like, that seems like the company that's deploying this the best Mm -hmm. right now. So how do they continue to learn from it, pivot it? The merchandising in the new store that just opened this past week looks a lot better, much more color blocked, much more, you know, brand palpable pricing is visible, like all that kind of stuff. So like there could still be a play there, but I really think at this point, it's probably a licensing play. And then you're going to have the question of customer acquisition if you go pre-entry authorization against the cost of the investment to make this happen. And so, I don't know. Those are still some big ifs, I think, for 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 most purveyors of these types of operations. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely not the future that we anticipated for Amazon Go, Chris. But no, it's kind of, it's, it's not. Or or the other option is you get you'll go in there and you get some people, which they've done, get some people that really understand how a grocery store works and what good merchandising looks like and how it's done day in and day out and make it happen. 